Hello, and welcome to the Polymer Clay Podcast. I'm your host, Haley Holden. This is a space for all things surrounding polymer clay, for education, growth, community, and art. Now, today is a mix of topics. I have a couple of clay reviews and a new technique that I'm trying. First off is a Sculpey Primo Indigo Metallic Polymer Clay. Now, this clay is absolutely beautiful. And in making the show notes, I can't find it on their website right now. So I sent their customer service a message. Sculpey says it was a web exclusive, so once it sold out, they aren't making any more. This is truly a bummer because this clay is absolutely beautiful with resin on top. Now, it's pretty on its own, but with resin on top, these are absolutely stunning. I have some made out of this clay with resin on top in my most recent collection, which I will link in the show notes, and I just went and pulled a pair to keep for myself, which is something that I never do, just because I love these earrings so much. So to make these earrings, I rolled out a slab of clay and gently pressed silver hollow charms into the clay. After I rolled the charms into the clay, making sure to try to keep the surface level, I cut around the charms with an X-Acto knife. Once the pieces were baked and sanded, I added a coat of resin to the tops. These came out beautifully. They are so pretty in the sunlight, and the resin really enhances the color shine shift as they move in the light. If they ever come back out with this, I am definitely not just buying one pack, but multiple. It's absolutely beautiful. And I know that I keep saying that I'm not a fan of shimmers or stuff in my clay, but I keep feel like I keep saying that I'm a fan of different ones. And maybe it's the way that they are used or the way I'm using them and keeping that shimmer intentional um, rather than mixing it with other things. I'm not sure. I guess my point is that there's always room to change your mind. However, this next clay is a shimmer that I'm not really a fan of. So when I ordered the clay last time, I decided to try out a bunch of different clay colors for the podcast. This next one is the Sculpey Primo White Gold Glitter. You know, this one just isn't my favorite for a couple of reasons. First, I think that the glitter size is too large for my individual liking. I've found that I like clay bodies that have more of a shimmer than a glitter, right? Those particles just being a little bit smaller rather than larger. Second of all, these glitter pieces get stuck in my clay roller and deposit on the next piece I roll through the machine. I am cleaning my pasta machine in between clay bodies, but I'm seeing these little flecks showing up in other pieces and that I'm going to have to remove them later with acetone after the baking process. This clay, along with the indigo metallic, sand just fine, although this one does kind of spray glitter particles as you sand, which could be fun. I haven't tried it with resin yet, and that might change my opinion, but as of right now, this one isn't really my style. And that's okay. Maybe I just haven't found the right project to use with it yet. So finally, the new technique I tried. So I have seen a couple of people who use an X-Acto knife to shave off the burrs on their clay pieces instead of sanding them. So after it's baked, you know, those like rough edges that we usually sand away, they just use an X-Acto knife to knock those down. And I thought this would be a great technique to try. Um, And I used it in two different places. The first on the opal clay, and the second in tight spaces, where my Dremel has a hard time sanding. So I want to start with the tight spaces first, and then I'll talk about the opal clay. 
So I bought a new cutter that creates basically an elongated ring. There's some more detail. It's pointed on the ends, but that gives you the basic shape, right? And I have skinny felt attachments that I could use on the inner edge, and I did on some of these, but I found that trimming the edge with the X-Acto knife went much more smoothly. Now, the downside to this technique, and the part where I want to draw your attention to, is that you are using a sharp blade. So please be safe, practice safe methods, and it does feel and probably is a little bit unsafe, right? But this technique is super satisfying. The X-Acto blade cuts through the clay so smoothly. I don't think this technique would replace sanding all of the time, because with sanding you can create a uniform bevel on the backside of your pieces where that rough edge used to be. And that would be a little bit more difficult to accomplish in an efficient way with an X-Acto knife. But for certain situations like this one, this was definitely a win. So if you are in a bind, an X-Acto knife will help finish off your edges, but please make sure that you have a safety moment before you begin. So in trying this technique, I thought it might be helpful to use on the opal clay. My main complaint about the opal clay is that the edges of my pieces are uneven after sanding and some of the larger embedded pieces stick out after I'm done. This method of finishing the edges was slightly more effective than sanding at dealing with the uneven edges, but unfortunately the edges are still more uneven than normal. So I thought to myself, maybe I'm just not using the opal clay correctly. So I decided to roll the clay into balls and then roll the balls into flat ovals. And, you know, trying to see if I could get like more organic shape. And by rolling that ball into an oval, I wouldn't be using a cutter and getting that harsh edge. So I was like, well, maybe I can get like a really cool like organic shape. Maybe put like a little gold on the outside with like a paint marker afterwards. I don't know. Because I rolled them out, I was careful as I worked to have smooth edges as I went, and I rolled them out with like a little rolling acrylic rolling pin. And I didn't cut them, right? I just baked them. So I had high hopes, but these came out just okay. I'm not as pleased with them as I want it to be. There's still a little bit of unevenness around the edges. I've used up the opal clay that I bought, and I don't think that I will be buying more unless I hear about a better way to use it. I think it really has a lot of potential, but I just can't get it for, to work for me in a way that I'm happy with. So today was kind of a short episode, a little bit all over the place, but that's about all for today. Let me know if you have any topics you'd like me to cover. My email is Haley at holdenanote.com. Be sure to check out my latest collection at www.holdenanote.com. I've got a lot of really great pieces for fall that I think will transition nicely into the holiday season. Thank you so much for listening to the Polymer Clay Podcast. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Holden a Note. Follow us wherever you get your podcasts, and please leave a rating and tell your friends so we can grow this, grow this community. For more information and to sign up for the newsletter, please visit www.holdenanote.com. The music in this episode is Bright Wish by Kevin McLeod and Competech.com, licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 4.0 License.